0: Hey, good morning, everyone, and happy Wednesday! Thank you for joining us today for our Winners Wednesday, and I am super, super excited to have Mr. Ruben Garcia join us. Good morning.
1: Good morning. What's up? How are you? Good morning. Well, Ruben, you
0: you absolutely embrace the Winners Wednesday, so you are, you know, just a living. I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe. You guys will see his energy by the. End I'm of living.
1: <laughs> got that right.
0: He's got such a high energy, you know, not just you'll see today on the video, but also in person. So I think you make friends probably everywhere you go. I'm digging your shirt, by the way. Let's what's what's behind the shirt over there.
1: I'll just say Micah is the inspiration (laughs) behind this shirt. Anytime I ran into Micah uh, and just the crew, honestly, um, anytime they put on an event, this is something she says within her presentations. It's what she says when it's one on one. So it's just, I was like, that is one of the sickest quotes. (laughs) I love it. Um, And it just goes together. And I said, you know what? That needs to be a t-shirt. And here we are.
0: I I love it. So you took it a step further. Your ego is not your amigo. Uh, And and you know, it's so true, right? I mean, our egos definitely get in our way. So for those of you that don't know Mr. Garcia, I just wanted to do a brief introduction. Uh, Ruben and I have known each other for a couple of years now. Uh, But previous to that, he was, you know, he's been in real estate and he was a Keller Williams team leader. So I know that you definitely have helped, you know, a lot of agents in their production. You've transitioned that into now EXP or a top 1% influencer in EXP. And because of the background that you have, I hear that you're doing some pretty cool stuff on a national level with the locker room. So tell us a little bit about that. How did you get into real estate? What's your story?
1: did i freeze yeah. did you freeze or did i freeze can you hear me i can hear you can you hear me
0: yeah i can hear you i'm was at I an freeze? airbnb so it might have been my connection
1: oh okay so, so, yeah. <laughs> so um i was like uh oh uh i did a b more training earlier video and mine ended up messing up a little bit but okay oh, no. cool so the reason even I got into real estate was I wanted out of UPS. I was there for 12 years. I wanted out of it. People said I'd be good at sales. And I said, you know what? If I was going to sell something, I was going to sell the biggest thing that I could find, which at the time was <laughs> a house. So I had no love for real estate. I didn't I didn't know really what it was. I just, it was just a means out of my position mm-hmm. um, at UPS and where I could have more time with. At the time, I was a single father. So um, I wanted more time with her. and ups and christmas just doesn't you know you're going to be on the road and you won't be home for christmas and, and i said i, I got to find a better way so it took a few years for me to to quit right to get out of that mindset of of what society tells you you should do and um but i did i quit and went into real estate and glad i did
0: that's awesome and i think i've seen some old pictures before of kind of your stand up office and, and things like that. So I, I love the motivation. And it sounds like your daughter was your your why.
1: Yeah, I even asked permission. She was like two. And I was like, Hey, do you think I could quit? And because uh, it was just, <laughs> it was just that. us. Yeah. And I was like, listen, just be with me for I was like, this is gonna suck for two years is what I was telling her. And she didn't know. But right. that's that's my there's only person I could talk to at the time. And I was like, I mean, really, like, Talk to about what i was feeling Mm -hmm. um but it didn't take two years it took 10 months uh wow yeah i did real estate ups um and right there is around peak season of of ups but you know if you really want something you'll do whatever it takes and it took 10 months and then i became rookie of the year that year too at at our association which had about 1300 agents at the time so yeah
0: what do you attribute that success to was it because you had a a big enough why or or what was it
1: uh if you would have walked around my house at that time um one you have to you have to truly believe that this is what you want to do right and and not Mm -hmm. allow any external forces to get in your head because there will be a lot of external forces that say you can't don't do it you're not thinking about your daughter You know, Mm -hmm. these type of things to quit UPS or or whatever your situation is. But if you looked around my house, I had to, that's, I had to, you could create your own circle. You can create your own circle. For people to say like they're in a different environment and this is, they get like bad stuff all the time or whatever, you create your own environment. And I had to figure that out. So the Jim Rohns, Mm -hmm. you know, the Tony Robbins, um, I would turn those on to YouTube in my house and... They started feeding me what I needed to hear, um, and then if you looked, I canceled cable. I had no more cable. On my TV, it, it had the quote. Uh, what's that quote? It's a beautiful quote about as long as we shine, we allow others to shine too. It's it's I a longer that. yeah. It's a pretty good quote. And then on all my clocks, I wrote "time to get to work." So it didn't <laughs> it didn't matter what time it was. It, it it was always time to get to work because I had. I'm not a smart guy. I'm not a talented guy, but I can work. And so anytime I looked at the clock or anything, it just reminded me, you need to put your head down and work. And then, like I said, the Jim Rohns and they're all speaking to me and, and pouring into me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would write it down and, and I had a vision door, a vision board on my door. Anytime I drove my broke down crown Vic with the transmission (laughs) about to go, I had a, like a, a water bottle, and I would shift gears as if it were a Lamborghini. Like, <laughs> you just had to be that person before you could start acting. And it was a less than a thousand square foot home on welfare. But, it, but it, I, what do I just uh, contribute it to is work ethic. And that's why when we were showing these, <laughs> wait listen, a minute, wait a minute, there we go, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it think bigger. And then on mine, it says work harder because because that that's the that's the biggest differentiator for me is just you could you can outbeat talent every time if you just put in the work and that's that's where I was at um and I contributed to the Jim Rohns and and everyone pouring into me and anytime someone says man you did really well you know in a short amount of time or whatever they say I always say it's because I'm sitting on the shoulder of giants you know, it's not me. It's because I learned from Micah. It's because I learned from Jim Rohn. It's because I learned from Jake Dixon. It's I'm, I'm only me because I sit on the shoulder and I listen to what you guys say. Um, so I contribute it to you guys. I contribute it to you guys and hard work.
0: Well, and and I appreciate that. And and honestly, you know, we're obviously firm believers. That, you know, Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, you know, Grant Cardone. Um, But it sounds like besides just the work ethic and and correct me if I'm wrong, you worked on your mindset first, you know, and I always say that if you want to know what the secret sauce of success is, it's starting here. And a lot of people don't like to admit that because that means you have to look in the mirror, right? You have to look at yourself. And so it sounds like that's really what you started. You got, you surrounded yourself. I love the quote by Jesse Itzler. If you don't have a seat at the table, make one or make your own table rather. And it sounds like that's what you did. So I love it. So you went from, you know, rookie of the year, and then you kind of progressed to team leader at the office. Um, Tell us about that transition. What was your role uh, at Keller Williams, and how did you help other agents produce more?
1: Yeah, so I left Colwell um, because they wouldn't allow me to brand myself at the time. And you should have saw it uh, Micah, I built my own sign. My first year in real estate, I built my own sign and Colwell Banker would give you these magnets you can put on the side of your car. And I just kind of put those together on the sign. <laughs> I but I wanted to brand myself. And I said, well, the commission don't care because it says the, the firm and the number. And, and Coldwell was like, dude, n- no, stop. You can, you know, this back in the day, anyways, this is what they said. So I went to a firm that allowed me to brand myself. And at the time it was Keller Williams. And, uh, and not only that, there was an agent there who kind of gave me the opportunity too. And her and I are still in conversation today. She's still a KW, great agent, um, and actually a Maps coach. But anyways, so on that, when she, when we, when her and I met, I helped grow this team of hers. who was well, I won't say the name, but it was doing really well. Was, the first year we did a little over twelve million in production. Our first year, um, but wow. that's where the sales price at like one hundred and forty thousand at the time. But I realized there that I loved working with agents on their mindset their how they could track things, conversion rate. Like I just started loving that process. That was my first year at KW. And then the role of the team leader came up, which is the CEO of the office. And I knocked on that door and I said, Hey, can I be that person? And they said, no, they said, you're brand new basically. Cause I was, mm-hmm. you're brand new and you, it wouldn't be too good if you were the CEO of an office that Everyone knew you in. Um, mm. They wanted kind of like a state trooper in North Carolina. Once they pass their course here, they 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 ship them out of their area. They they keep them uncomfortable. They have to go to a different area where people don't know them, um, and that's kind of their mindset. And I and I was like, no, I want to be the TL here. Um, and eventually, came to a point where I was like, well, I'll move. And they were like, <laughs> all right, all right. because all right. I was a capper. I was a capper there. Right. Um, and so they didn't want they you allowed to move. me that position. <laughs> and then I did, I did Yeah. Not at the time. Um, and now they, you know, they would have probably loved that. I moved. But, uh, we broke, we, I jumped in that position. I disrupted some of the mindset of, of what was going on. Um, but with a good team as well, it wasn't just me and we broke all time records every single month. Uh, uh, on categories, owner profit, profit share, listings taken. I mean, the whole deal. And I loved it. I loved watching others succeed. Um, it was just awesome. And I just fell in love with that and then slowly moved into a productivity coaching role, replaced myself as the CEO and did that and broke all time records there in two KW offices wow. out of the program. I did. You're right. I fell in love with working with agents on their mindset and production and knowing numbers, their calendar and all of that. I fell in love with it.
0: I love that, and and I think that's really important, right? This industry is not just about us. It's about helping other people, and that sounds like that's really the role that you're doing right now between being an influencer with EXP and a national coach at the locker room. Am I right?
1: Yep, and a mentor, EXP mentor. You know, oh, yes. Got...
0: I can't keep up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no,
1: you're good. No, <laughs> I say that to say that's kind of the PC, the productivity coaching role that Cumber... Cumberland County, that's the county I live in, Keller Williams um, has, but it's way different. And I don't know if you want me to go into that, but there's a big difference between those two, at least.
0: Absolutely. I mean, for, you know, people that maybe never been with Keller, and again, Keller Williams is a great company, but there's a lot of agents that may be watching this that aren't familiar. So maybe kind of talk on some of the differences and what you did before and and then how you kind of run your business now.
1: Yeah. On the mentorship side, if you have any desire to mentor an agent, coach an agent, or, and I've got this now with another agent, they're at a different firm. There are a ton of agents are going to them, asking them questions, but they're not really getting paid for it. You know, it's taking a lot mm-hmm. of their time and all of this. And so we brought up the mentorship program. So if you fall in that category, uh, and me at, at KW at the time, anybody mm-hmm. who joined the productivity coaching program, they joined the productivity coaching program, meaning mm-hmm. I had no say, you know, they gotcha. joined and they joined EXP mentorship program. I have say, so mm-hmm. if they have victim mindset, um, if they, they're just not showing up, I could I could say you and I were not a great fit or just decide they don't belong in my program in the first place which mm-hmm. I love because that protects my energy and everything else um right. also which is really
0: important by the way I mean so, protecting your energy is
1: huge it is and and at the time there uh, I I kicked out a few people and I got I got hammered for it you know so um anyways it's it's a lot for me it's a lot better here is protecting that energy and not only that if you look at it the PC program at KW, you're in that program till you cap. Mm. And that could be up to 12, 14, 15 transactions. Just depends on your area. At EXP, it's your first three. Right. So right. there's a different, you know, you're paying that productivity coach on all those deals until you cap. Wow. Here, it's only your first three deals. So there's, there's right. a lot of You more see benefits. a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And honestly, if I wanted to, I can waive my fee at EXP. Mm -hmm. Here you can't waive your fee, so there's like you just have more creativity, more flexibility in how you want to build it out, and that's what I've seen on on the mentorship PC side of the business.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and and I used to be a mentor as well, and and like you said, there's a lot of flexibility. They've got criteria, which is great because new agents need that. And I was actually talking to a, a brokerage yesterday that's coming over, and one of the things that we talked about is EXP. In my opinion is set up for the brand new agent all the way to the top producer to the broker owner. Right. Which I think is is pretty hard to find that we have really a platform for all those different levels of production.
1: Yeah. I couldn't agree with that more. hundred percent. (laughs) Matter of fact, we ran numbers because we were getting told that EXP is not a place for new agents. Mm -hmm. Um, So I looked at my own downline and I said, man, let me see, because numbers don't lie. Right. Numbers are the language of business. And, and I looked at it, all the new agents, the ones that were in production, and we had a less attrition rate than when I was at KW. And I would run those numbers at KW. We had a less attrition rate here within my downline at EXP. So yeah, I mean, the numbers said, we're doing really well with our new agents here. Um, So the numbers don't lie, baby. It is really they, uh-uh. <laughs> they don't lie.
0: They don't. So besides, you know, branding yourself and having a little more flexibility, what were some of the things that initially attracted you? Because I know making that move, I was there, was not an easy decision for you. Um, so what were some of the things that really made you, you know, jump up and, and move ship to to EXP?
1: Yeah, it really wasn't. I mean, if if you're a KW agent or been at KW, you know, like, you know, I mean, you know that feeling. You're in it. You love it. You know, it's a different world. Um, you just love everything about it. Uh however, um, there's a book out there called Extreme Ownership and it says in it, uh, it says, uh, if what is it? Don't complain about what you tolerate. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point I started tolerating some of the stuff that was happening within that world. Um, they kicked out the locker room, right, within our region because it was competing. With their comp, their coaching, and it's just what I was taught. Abundant mindset started to change a little bit. Gotcha. And and but I was complaining to myself every time I walked in. And at some point, I said, "What? You, you're you're showing up. Don't. Who are you complaining about? It's your fault, you know." Mm-hmm. And that's what that book taught me. Everything is my fault. So I said, "You know what? Then I can make a change." And you and I met at uh, a Grant Cardone event, and we got into the same class and all of that in the So that's when we started talking, but it was, it was very hard to make the change because that was my, I loved everything about that world until the Mm -hmm. very end, you know, and I talked to the people I talked to, uh, told them that I was leaving. Uh, 90% were very cool with it. They were like, dude, do you, you're always welcome back. And there was a small 10% that went on a character uh, slaughter campaign against me. Um, And it still happens to this day. Uh, it it's it hurt man like I was talking to my wife about that it just it felt so it felt like I broke up with a, a girlfriend I absolutely fell in love with you know oh. uh, yeah and then oh they were gosh. going around just talking it just it still to this day stings you know because of how much I gave and loved that company mm-hmm. but uh, it also showed me I, I made the right move you know what I mean um, right and I did and and now I meet a abundant mindset thinkers definitely the amount of the the amount of thinking and doing that your crew and like our crew are doing is 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 big and i love it and i love living in it and that was definitely a a a big factor of moving is just talking to you guys and what the vision was and where we were going and um and all of that but ultimately whoever's thinking about it it, you don't complain about what you tolerate you know Mm -hmm. it's it's your fault that you're still there and it's your fault. It's you're going to be complacent. It's all you. The cool thing about it being your fault is that you could change it. Absolutely. Now you have the power to change it. Um, and it's hard and it's difficult, but what in your life that you have captured and held on to and adored that wasn't hard and difficult that you had to go through. So, you know, this is just part of the process to be better.
0: No, absolutely. And I, I want to thank you as well. Cause you know, you definitely push us to be better and you know, leaders within the organization. So I think we all collaboratively, you know, have the same goals and.
1: It's frozen, on my end.
0: Or just you? I don't know if you still frozen.
1: No, not frozen, anymore. Frozen,
0: frozen, just... frozen. Okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry. It's
0: okay. It's okay. Um, no problem. You can hear me now, right?
1: I could hear you. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. So that really leads me into my, my last question here, you know, you mentioned the locker room, which I know uh, you're a firm believer and I, you know, I've personally seen some of the systems and I think it's a great, great company, by the way, you know, just, disclaimer, you know, just here, just kind of, kind of represent, you know, the position that you have in that company. So tell us a little bit about what your role is in the locker room and how are you helping some brokers, team leaders, et cetera, with their programs?
1: Yeah. So again, the flexibility and, and to be able to do some cool things, um, a little bit different here is, you know, again, back company I was with, uh, both the coaching and I started a podcast, and I got heat anytime I wanted someone else from a different company to come onto the podcast. Hmm. Um, I got heat anytime I wanted to coach anybody else outside the firm because um, I just want to help people grow Here, I'm partner with the locker room, and uh, although I do focus on exp as choice um, for broker or for yeah, for team owners and uh, uh, just large downlines. Mm -hmm. Um, I still work with people that aren't with EXP, and I help them grow one, even in my own market, because that's the difference (laughs) between an abundant and a scarcity mindset, you know? And, and the locker room has always had my back on anything I've wanted to do. Um, but right now I'm what's called a a growth partner that just helps people grow is what we do. So we align with broker partner or broker owners, people with independent brokerages, even franchises. Um, Mm -hmm. and then exp downlines are just very large teams and Mm -hmm. we go in there and we help them grow their productivity their production their retention and their growth Um, Mm -hmm. we just help them grow 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 so there'll be not only a business with me but just a whole team of of coaches who want to help them grow but the cool thing again i have the flexibility to do that right i love it right
0: and to my understanding, the locker room, you've got, you know, a back-end software proprietary system that you guys offer as well. So
1: Yep. It's more helped. university tracking, TLR Core, which is the center of real estate, has a toolkit in there. You never have to rebuild any training mm-hmm. programs or team meetings. It's all done for you. You have a, like I said, this huge university that we kind of tailor to your goals and your agents' goals to what to choose from and all of mm-hmm. that. There's a leadership call on Wednesday. There's an agent called on Tuesday. Um, we have an event that's coming up in Florida. I'll tell you more about it, Oh. Uh, dude. And we're gonna bring in a. Can I? I'm not gonna curse, but a, a, <laughs> uh, and an awesome author in. So like, there's some really cool stuff that we're doing uh, with the locker room for our leaders.
0: Yeah, no, I'd love to hear more about that. And I actually just found out. I think you're you're working with one of our top teams. Here in in Oklahoma, so that's exciting help stuff. Grow,
1: grow, grow. That's right.
0: <laughs> and I, you know, I think that's one of the things. And of course, you know, I I'm a big believer in EXP. But you know, when one of the challenges when people say that we're a recruiting company, I'm like, listen, if you really understand the revenue share model, you understand that we're here to help our agents produce more. It's not about body count. And I think, you know, other big teams and influencers hiring the locker room to help their downlines produce more is, is really, um, you know, uh, how gosh, how do I say it? Just a reflection of that, if you will, that we're here to help our agents produce more. It's not just about bringing on bodies.
1: Yeah. Two things on that one, EXP made sure of that because (laughs) you can't just bring on agents and think that you're going to make a ton in revenue share. Matter of fact. They have to produce in order exactly. for them to be qualified. And that's a, it's a nerding out on EXP stuff there, but they've made it to where you can't just bring on bodies and think you're going to do well. That's just, mm-hmm. just, They made it to, to ensure that this is not how it's going to run. You have to help your people produce. So liar, liar, pants on fire for whoever's out there saying that because the model's just not even built that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second part is, yeah, I agree with you because something that we've seen – helping teams grow at KW and that we're seeing with independent brokers is that talent wants to grow. They want mm-hmm. to do bigger things and maybe you can't offer that for them, right? Well, if you did bring your team, your independent broker, whatever, and that talent person within your brokerage is starting to push and you're like, man, I wish I could create something bigger for you, but I can't. They're not going to stay. Right? They're going to leave to find more opportunity. And if you've already had that bubble built in, or man, okay. You want to train, you wanna teach, you wanna push, you wanna talk inter- like talk to, to, to agents internationally. We've got that for you could teach within the EXP world. Like there's all these you can't cap the talent here, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the second part of that. Yeah, I can definitely see where teams and, and broker owners, in order to retain talent, makes sense to partner with the exp. I,
0: I mean hundred percent. Retention is a real thing and and honestly I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, like, well, why would I go to a broker owner? I'm like, yeah, you go to the broker owner first, you give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, if they say no, then it's fair grain to, you know, we owe it to other agents to present this opportunity. And that's how I firmly believe. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's a different mindset. And I love how you keep saying the abundance mindset. Cause I, I really, really believe that's been a huge part of the success.
1: hundred percent. I mean, there you'll find yourself, i mean i I, even to this day like i'll still find myself just thinking i don't have enough of something and i'm like that's uh, that's just not true and then you just start Mm -hmm. it's a constant just as working out you know to to just become healthier or stronger Mm -hmm. same thing with your mind you just have to you have to constantly remind yourself and that's why affirmations and stuff is it's just working out right it's just working out your brain uh to do more of that for sure
0: Absolutely. So what where where's Ruben going next? You've already you know, conquered the world. You know, what are some of your your big goals and where are we going to see Ruben in the next few years?
1: I don't uh, I don't know. So I think we've done really well on some of our goals. Uh, uh we have great accountability partners, you know, Mike Glasby um that we that I work with and and uh we've hit goals. We've hit we've hit goals and we feel good where we're at. Uh but that's also this is what's interesting about goals is that once you've hit them then you really haven't tapped into your highest potential
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you hit it right i mean you haven't made it yet you haven't made it to your highest potential yet so it's this constant challenge of like now that i know it's possible it's not my potential if that makes any sense at all i'm just kind of like rambling now so, yeah, I mean,
0: that's why Grant Cardone says 10X, you know, take your goals and then 10X it because you're almost bound to
1: surpass what your original goal was. Exactly. And, and that's where we've been at. So I have a few goals in mind, but if they were a longer picture, something I would love to do is travel in my RV, um, at least in the nation at mm-hmm. first, and then fly after that, right? Is travel and go to brokers, broker owners, firms. Um, sure. Other EXP groups, but just agents, leaders, um, also middle schools and high schools and middle schools and high schools talk about entrepreneurship, talk about what society doesn't talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I want to empower them. And even if finally affect a few, like that's more of the legacy. I just see myself doing something like that. Um, that's where I'm going to be eventually is traveling, helping middle school and high schoolers change their mindset of what they could truly do and, and introduce them to entrepreneurship and also broker owners and help them create, create a, create a team or a leadership group or whatever to make sure they don't go out of business and they're not as stressed every single day. So, uh, yeah, that's what I see me doing.
0: I, I love that. Cause you couldn't be more right. Unfortunately in the school system today, we don't teach entrepreneurship, right? And that's, that's a big part of it. Uh, a lot of people are getting more and more into that. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, anything else, Ruben, that you would like to add, you know, for people that are watching now live or, you know, maybe watching a replay? Any few words you'd like to leave them with?
1: Uh, Let's see. Um, Well, just no. (laughs) (laughs) just take action, right? Like if you've heard something here today or maybe a slither or something that reminded you of something you needed to do, just do it. I, I would just say just just don't make this be another Mm -hmm. thing you listen to that's all right when you walk away just do one thing one thing you took out of this and you know uh a higher accountability of that hit me up on instagram uh youtube linkedin any of those at proof facebook at proven by ruben said you're gonna do let me know what you said you were going to do and i'll hold you accountable to that but uh yeah just take action for anybody's listening just freaking take Action, because you ain't letting yourself down. You've already let yourself down. You do it all the time. You do it every day. You're letting someone else down. You're letting your loved ones down, right? Like it's mm-hmm. bigger than you. Wake up. Uh, take action. So hit me up if you want to be held accountable.
0: <laughs> I I love it, and you beat me to it. I was going to tell everybody go to you know Proven by Reuben on Instagram if you want to see him waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Um, he does it every day, and he has you know. What I call kind of the social accountability. So you have that accountability yep. through social media. That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We're here at the uh, half hour mark. So I really appreciate Ruben. We actually went over today. So great, great <laughs> conversation. And is Instagram or Facebook, you know, for agents that are watching this, they're interested in reaching out to you for more information. Is that the best place to get a hold of you?
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Awesome. So proven by Ruben, easy to remember easy to
1: remember. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much, Ruben. I know that you're super busy, so we appreciate your time as
1: always. Thank you. Just make sure none of these people have wasted my time and you just take action. All right.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. All All right. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Thank you.
1: Adios.